Happy Wednesday, everyone. Welcome to Girls Just Wanna Fly. Hey, Jillian. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Of course. Hey, Cupcake Krista, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Enjoying your weather? Uh, absolutely not. Um, other than I can say it's almost 60 degrees here in Wisconsin. Um, but we are actually in a tornado watch right now. Uh, snow NATO, apparently this actually going to be happening tonight. So in case, uh, I go off the air, you'll know why. Hopefully I don't blow away. We're supposed to actually also have 80 mile an hour winds. Um, and we're starting to get rain. A lot of our snow has melted. Um, so hopefully we last through the night. (laughs) And our basement doesn't flood. So, all right. So we've got Jillian Wintermute here uh, with us and you're down in Florida, correct? I am down in Florida in Lake Wales. Lake Wales. What are you doing down there? Um, I am currently interning at Aviator to learn how to be an instructor to teach other people how to fly paramotors. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's start out first with where are you originally from? I am originally from Pittstown, New Jersey. Um, It's like on the Pennsylvania border, so pretty western. Um, But yeah. All right. Um, Family all back there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, How old were you when you started the sport? I was 20. 20? Okay. Mm -hmm. You're young enough. I can ask how old you are now. Yep, I'm 21 now. <laughs> <laughs> 21. All right. To remember those days. Right, mm-hmm. Krista? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember those days. <laughs> All right. So what got you into the sport of flying? Uh, my boyfriend, Judson. Um, I had no idea what paramotors were until I met him and found out after a few days that he flew them at a park that was like 10 minutes from my house and then found out a few months later who Tucker got was and that that same park had been in 
videos that had millions of views and it was like this is 10 minutes from my house I had no idea this even existed um but yeah just kind of was immersed into this community after I started dating him I can imagine um so are you now I'm going to jump ahead for a second are you flying like him already no I'm not (laughs) (laughs) okay has his own style of flying I don't think I'll ever uh match his his right. Yeah. Okay. So I see in the chat, David Taylor said to be clear, Jillian skipped barbecue to do this, and they're yeah. all watching you. Yeah, I'm very nervous about that. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> the thought of them all together watching me. <laughs> and they're having the beer, and you're not. Yes. <laughs> well, welcome, guys. Thanks for joining in. All right, Krista, you got anything right off the bat? Yeah. So when you realized that your boyfriend was flying like 10 minutes from you you never seen anybody in the air or wonder what that was or I hadn't no okay no I was like after then going to the park and watching them I was like thoroughly surprised how how I had never seen them because they were there so often yeah Mm -hmm. at the compound they're always there so everyone in that neighborhood anywhere around they all know what it is so yeah I must not have flown anywhere about you then yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. In the chat, I'm just looking, and Angela must have missed, but she's asking, where you trained? I trained at Aviator Paramotor down in Florida. Okay. And that's where you're at right now, still training for instructor, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So tell us a little bit about that part of the training, what you're going through right now. Um, I'm just kind of slowly being uh, given... Uh, responsibility over students, teaching them how to kite. Um, This class, I was getting ready to kind of talk on the radio with some of the students. Unfortunately, we have not had the best weather, so I've not been able to do that. Um, But yeah, I've just kind of been slowly uh, kind of gaining more knowledge on this sport uh, so that I can safely teach others how to do it as well. Um, And I've been absolutely loving it it's awesome to watch other people run into the sky I actually got to tell you um I was looking at our girls uh group on Facebook uh, a little bit tonight and I I really liked what you had to say to that one gal you know that's new you know and um do you remember typing that stuff in there yeah yeah can you kind of elaborate on that because I feel the same way Mm -hmm. she so she stated that she was just kind of uh nervous about some of the recent um injuries and there were some recent deaths in the sport and um she was just saying how she hasn't had too much flying time yet she's very apprehensive especially after not flying for a couple weeks um and I just kind of expressed that this is a risk you have to be willing to take when you are in the air. If you are not comfortable or enjoying your flight, you should land. That's my number one rule. If I'm up there and I'm just not enjoying it, then I land. Um, it is super good to be nervous because it makes you respect um, the sport. And, um, but at the same time, like if this is something that makes you happy, you have to be willing to take those risks and know uh, and be prepared for those risks as well. Right. 
I totally agree with everything that you you said tonight and also to that gal in, in there. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Um, let's see. A lot of your other friends and family are also saying hi. Sorry, Krista, go for it. Um, do you have like, have you had a failed launch? A failed launch, yes. I have had a couple of failed launches. You have a rule if you have so many in a row, you're like, I'm packing up, I'm done because you're frustrated or? Yeah, I definitely have. Okay. Uh, we kind of have this three mistakes and you should call it kind of rule. So if, you know, you clip in wrong or you just do three small things in a row that are wrong, I really like to just either take a break, step away from it for a little bit, or just completely don't fly at all. Yep. If I'm not in the right mindset, then I do not want to push myself. Yep. I've had that happen actually last winter. It's like went up and my husband went up and I had a failed launch and it was on a new lake, uh, frozen lake that we were on. I think it was just because it was a different area for me still being fairly new Mm-hmm. I had to set up a second time, still had a problem. And then I was getting upset with myself and I think my nerves were going and I think I might've tried one more time. And I was like, Nope, I'm done. And it's like, we went home and then we, we tried later on for an evening flight and had no problem getting up. I'm like, what the heck was wrong with me? Yeah. So, sometimes you just need a break. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And that's okay. So looks like your mom's in here. Hi, mom. <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> so a um, couple of people are asking, what kind of equipment are you using? Um, right now I fly a mini plane frame with an Atom 80 on it. Um, and then for my wing, I have a 20 meter Ozone Spider 3, which I absolutely love. Okay. And another question is, um, that I was also going to ask, do you use any apps on your phone? Um, I really only use apps for weather. I haven't gotten into apps to like determine my, how high I am or anything. Um, so I usually use the red windy app is my favorite right now for, uh, looking at weather and winds. Mm -hmm. All right. Krista, you got anything? Yes. Um, do you listen to music yet? Yes, I do. I do. Okay. What kind of music? Can you take off without it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I listen to all kinds of music. Um, Typically when I'm flying a little bit more upbeat music, um, kind of flowy, you know, get in the rhythm of things when you're flying. Um, I do take off with the music playing, but I usually have it turned down so I can still hear my motor. and then when I'm in the air and comfortable, that's when I'll turn it up all the way. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So do you fly trike or do you fly, just fly foot launch or have you tried trike? Um, I've only flown foot launch. I've had many tandem rides, but I have not uh, flown a trike myself yet. Okay. What did you think about the trike? I think they're really, really fun. Um, I would love to learn how to fly one. Um, especially then get my tandem rating so I could take other people up. Um, but I think I'll always prefer foot launch and doing it myself and just having my legs out in the open. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. 
do you keep track of your hours? I do not. Do you keep I, track of your flights? No, I completely lost track of both of those things. I wish I uh, knew how many flights I had. Um, but around, Where do you think you're at about? I, I believe it's like 150. I lost count around 80. Um, so I'm going to guess around the 150 range. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about right where I'm at also. So how many hours? I don't know. <laughs> I, oh, it doesn't I, have the okay. I didn't have my Sorry. own motor until around September. So I've been like uh in a little bit of a paragypsy, kind of borrowing other people's gear until I had my own. Yeah. Uh, Jillian, in the in the chat, um, I'm missing probably a lot because it's really going fast. But Chris Fenimore, I caught, is saying hello to you. Hi. So, want to thank everybody for joining. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to read some comments here. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, what kind of equipment are you looking to get? Maybe next, if you're. Um... I would love to get either, um, I really love the Parajet Mavericks or the Eclipses because they're super uh, lightweight. Um, and I would also like to get more into flying moasters. Um, it's a, I've flown a moaster twice now, and it was a lot of power for me to get used to after being on an Atom. Yep. So I would love to kind of uh, gain more confidence with the Moster because I think it would be nice to have the, the extra power, especially if I decide to fly somewhere at a higher altitude. Um, it's always nice to have that extra extra power behind your back. Yeah, you'll love it. Mm. Um, what's your scariest moment? Do you have any scariest moments? Um. The one that I think of was I, so I was flying an Atom. It was a student motor here at Aviator that I was flying. And typically these motors are known in a specific type of weather to kind of uh, shut down a little bit. We called it carbicing, but I was recently uh, told by a mechanic that carbicing can't happen on these motors. Um, but I was about 20 feet in the air on takeoff and just lost power. Um, The motor was still running. I was just at full uh, throttle and was not going up. So I started coming down at about 15, 20 feet. Um, I was right over the taxiway here at the airport. And I was was a little bit uh, sooner in my career. So I was like, not prepared for a super short landing, um, stuffed my brakes and then came down on the taxiway onto my knees, scraped up my legs. Um, and it was also like right in front of the class of new students. So I was like, ah, I hope I didn't just scare all these new students. <laughs> um, but that's what, I think that was probably my scariest play so far. I was not very comfortable with turbulence for a while, but I'm doing better now. All right, that's the, one of the questions in the chat. Um, R. Burks says, hi, Jilly. Um, what do you do? There is a sudden gust of very strong wind. 
I'm sorry, I missed that question. Couldn't hear you. Yeah, um, I think our internet's. Uh oh. Who was it by, Jade? R. Burks. Um, it says, Hi, Jilly. What do you do if there is a sudden gust of very strong wind? Um, if there's a sudden gust of strong wind, it's usually an indicator that there's going to be more of that happening. So uh, if I feel it, you don't really want to do too much. You, you want to have your hands up, not really controlling that wing too much. Um, so I'll usually talk, turn around and uh, start heading back to my uh, LZ. Um, but yeah. How do you, how do you like um, turbulence bumps? Are you okay? Uh, with yeah, I was definitely super um, not comfortable with it in the beginning. It took me a while to uh, gain confidence in turbulence. I was very uh, stiff um, and panicky, but I've actually been doing a lot better recently. Just more frequent flying has increased my confidence in the wing and the, uh, weather, um, and in my own skills. So I actually, the other day I flew in a little, like mildly thermic air for the first time. And, um, it felt good to just kind of gain the sense of what that felt like, uh, what that lift felt like, um, and know that I was okay. And that I felt confident in my skill to fly in it. Good. Do you like roller coasters? I do. I love roller coasters. Um, I have very low G tolerance. So I actually black out on like every roller coaster that I go on. So I don't think I'll get into too much acro <laughs> on paramotors, but I do love roller coasters. All right. Well, mom doesn't want you to be talking about any scary moments. I, know. I just so, saw that. Um, <laughs> I, I understand, mom. Um, what's your favorite flight oh gosh um actually I think my current favorite favorite flight had to be the other day um when we did go up in that thermic air is because we saw a low uh layer of clouds that we could break through um so we went up above the cloud layer and it was just gorgeous it felt like we were in heaven it was just like beautiful white puffy clouds clear blue sky um and I just broke through them and started like screaming I was like good thing no one can hear me with these motors because I'm just screaming my head off up here it was so beautiful I know it's that is beautiful I actually have I think I did a Instagram or a TikTok uh, thinking I was in heaven and then mm -hmm. we got a whole bunch of questions coming in here um PPG Rachel um she says question for you did you buy a sleeping bag onesie to fly in yet <laughs> I did not I I honestly am very uh tempted to she, she posted something on her story of a giant sleeping bag onesie and I said that I had gotten the same ad for that and was tempted to see if I could fly in it because it looked very warm and cozy Krista you got anything well, we got one from Dave Taylor. He wanted to know how you approach foot drags. How I approach foot drags. Um, yeah. Well, I come down for it like a normal landing. 
um, and usually use my brakes um, as if I'm going to land, but not flare all the way and then bring in power and drag my foot across the ground and keep try to keep a super uh, steady control of the throttle and use my brakes very ever so slightly. All right. So no issues with depth perception? Oh, uh, no, not really. I just don't look at the ground. All right, another question. What maneuvers would you like to learn? Um, I definitely would like to try learning uh, wingovers. I think right now that would be the next step. Um, I don't have a huge need to learn a ton of acro. I'm kind of content as I am right now. I'm sure that might uh, change as I keep progressing, but... I think probably wingovers. I also want to start using more 2D steering. Um, I've been practicing using pip steering more, and then eventually I want to tie in the 2D. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty uh, pretty content right now as I am. Have you done big ears yet? I have not. <laughs> I need to work on that as well. I just did mine three weeks ago. <laughs> oh, nice. So that was a good day for me. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's see, what else? Um, I see Whitney Horky's in, in here. She uh, actually is from farther north of us. So hi, Whitney. And Krista, you got anything? Uh, yes, you're going back to school to become an instructor. What about becoming a tandem pilot? Yeah, I would love to do that. Um, I just have not had the... Time. I think probably Judson will start teaching me how to do that at some point. Um, but yeah, I would love to be a tandem instructor. Instructor? Or a flight. And take people tandem raving. No. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So um, do you fly with a reserve? I do not right now. Um, that's probably on my list of things to get next. Um, your Santa list. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't have a reserve yet, but I am looking into getting one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Griffith. Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead, Krista. You have flotations. I do not. I really don't like, I don't fly over water. Um, very often. Okay. I, yeah. You're in water Florida. Water. Yes. <laughs> I am in Lake Wales, so there's lots of lakes, but I try not to fly over them. I'm a bit freaked out by water. Mm-hmm. All right, Nick Griffith in the chat, um, he said, what did you think about the Moster experience? Oh my gosh, I was, it was a lot for me. Um, I never went to full throttle once. It was just the much more, dynamic than the out of 80 so I I hit that I hit like maybe 75 percent of power on my takeoff and then it was like oh this is too much for me and came back down to idle and then slowly uh started bringing it back in but I yeah I would love to learn to uh keep working on it and um get more comfortable with that power because it's it's a lot 
it's a lot more than the atom and that's all I was used to so okay um Gladys is in here a, a past guest um she is asking I think this is for you who was your favorite team fellow student in training (laughs) I actually learned how to fly with Gladys so I'm gonna say Gladys was my favorite (laughs) now you get to see her all the time yeah it's awesome yes all right um have you been to any fly-ins I've been to one fly-in I went to Bad Apples in Georgia last May, I believe it was. Um, It was awesome meeting so many people. There were so many people there. Um, And I didn't think I was going to fly. I was not too experienced at that time. Um, And there were a ton of people. So I was super nervous, but I waited till the field kind of cleared out a little bit and it felt manageable. And I was able to fly, I think twice. And it was, it was awesome being up there with so many people I definitely kept my distance um but it still was amazing to see so many pilots in the air I was the same way that was my first fly-in also and it's like I was telling myself I'm not going up with all those people and it's like actually we were there a little early so it was I got comfortable with the field the the golf course grass Mm -hmm. and such a nice field yep got familiar with it and then I started just kind of watching and I you know they had the air bosses out there you know directing which was very awesome that was very helpful and yeah I was able to get up a couple times uh with Mm -hmm. everybody else so that was that was very neat I'm hoping we can go back again yeah are you planning to go out what go ahead I'm sorry they're a very fine oiled machine at, at Hodges field mm. when they have the fly in, like they know what they're doing. There's, you know, don't put, if you don't have the band on, you don't cross the yellow line or the orange, whatever, but they're very, out of all the fly-ins I've been to, I think they're the most organized. Yep. I was surprised. Not putting anybody. Went. Yeah. Yep. I think so, the, the landing coming into land was the hardest part because everybody kind of hung out in the air right Right. where you would come down to land so it was kind of like you had to maneuver around everyone in the air but other than that it was it was really good so where were you camping at on we were kind of I don't know if you remember um where you and I had met but we were towards the I don't even know what direction that was um if you're looking at the the awning or whatever that would be where the the tower is with the airplane on it Mm -hmm. if you're looking at it from the field we were to the right way down towards the end so were you down on that end or were you on the opposite end I think we're on the opposite end we were the aviator tent and yeah I did see that that, like group of campers over there yeah I went down there to meet everybody and they were all closed up when we walked down there I think Chris and I we walked down yeah yeah we met fly at Wyatt Yep. Yep. That's where we He's first met Quiet Wyatt and his mom, Bonnie. Yeah. yeah. Um, a couple of people are asking if you plan to have your own YouTube channel. Um, I don't know. I, I actually really enjoy uh, filming videos. Um, I have like a TikTok that I really enjoy making short little videos on. 
Um, I just haven't gotten into the the YouTube scene quite yet. Um, I don't. I didn't know if anyone want would want to watch my videos or not. Um, but maybe one day, if someone has something that they want to see of, of me, um, yeah. I would like to make a video. All right. Um, Jim Jimmer is asking, where all have you flown? Um, I've flown in Florida, Georgia, Virginia, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Vermont. So six states. So has your parents or your siblings seen you fly? My mom has seen me fly and she is the only one. I was actually very surprised that she was so willing to come watch me because she is she was not a fan of me doing this at first um she's terrified of heights I was like maybe we can get her on a tandem flight and she said absolutely no way never in her life will she ever ever do that she um so when she came to watch me I was very surprised at how much she she enjoyed it I think if I think my parents are probably watching also. Hi, mom and dad. And I keep asking my mom uh, when I get my tandem exemption, um, if mom's going up with me and she's like, heck no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. There was a question. Chris Benamore is saying, asking, would Jillian like to move up to light aircraft flying or stay in PPG? Um, I think... I want to expand my horizons eventually. Um, I want to try paragliding. Um, And I actually got to have an experience recently where I controlled a small airplane and it was really cool. Um, Definitely different than paramotor and I enjoyed it. So maybe one day I could uh, get more into that. But for now, I'm really, really enjoying paramotors. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, Krista, you got anything? Do you plan on uh, doing any SIB courses? That is also something I would like to do. Um, again, it's not something that's on my, like, I need to do right now list. I'm kind of just gaining more confidence, really focusing on um, instructing, but I would like to do SIB because I feel like it would give me more knowledge on collapses and be able to better uh teach people about like safety and everything um and just give me more comfort and confidence in the air and your mom (laughs) yes and my mom (laughs) so who's Paige Paige is my sister my older sister your older sister is saying what would you do to get me to go on a tandem with you what would I do? I don't know. I feel like if she's asking, she wants to go on one. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> she's like it. Al- she's also pretty uh, scared of heights, but I feel like uh, maybe if I were the the uh, tandem pilot, she would go up with me. Paige, so so am I. I'm scared of heights, and it's it's yeah. just beautiful up there. So yeah, people it's... who are scared of heights don't can do this with no problem. Um, this we'll is the fly. sport they go to. Mm. Yep. 
Will Fly in the chat is asking, what was your most awesome flight? Most awesome flight. I think um, the first time, or when I flew at Bad Apples, I went from only having flown in Florida, where it's kind of more barren and flat, to being immersed in more terrain and more trees. And I thought that was like super awesome to just kind of um, have more to look at, I guess, when I was flying. I really love flying around uh, trees and like deer and just being able to see all that from the air. Um, and in Florida, it's where I had been flying. It, it was kind of just the same thing over and over again, mm -hmm. pretty flat, just kind of, oh, there's a lake. Um, so when I went to Georgia and flew somewhere else for the first time, that was like really cool experience. Yeah. Um, Dave Nickerson in the chat, what are some things that you've learned while yeah. you've been teaching? Oh, I've learned so much. Like I've been in like Wales for, I think six or seven weeks now, just, uh, really working hard at becoming an instructor and I have learned so much. This is, I think the biggest thing is how big of a mental sport this is rather than people think it's such a physical thing they try to like just throw their bodies into this but it's it's like your mindset is a huge huge aspect um to flying and being around new students has really shown you that so are you a high flyer or do you like flying low um recently I've been flying lower um Obviously, there's a risk to that because altitude is your friend because you can, if something happens down low, you have more time when you're up high to safely land. Um, but I do really, it's really, really fun to fly low. Um, but in the beginning, I was definitely more of a, of a high flyer and I like to gain some altitude to be safe if I'm not comfortable. Okay. Um, Chris Fenimore in the chat is asking, what is the temperature of your coldest morning you have flown? And do you have any low temp threshold yet? Um, I think the lowest is around 40, 40 to 50. Um, I am going back home to New Jersey in a few days. And I'm, I want to bring my motor and try to fly, but I know it's going to be very, very cold. So we'll see how it goes. I might get up for a, for a few minutes at least. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I've lived in very cold weather for most of my life. So I'm used to that, not used to flying per se in it, but I feel like I'll be able to, to manage it. So you're going to take your gear back with you then? I think so. Yeah. Good. So mom can watch you some more. Yeah, maybe my brother and sister this time. <laughs> there you go. Uh, when do you like flying? Are you a morning person or are you an evening person? Um, I mean, I prefer to not wake up early, but if it looks like it's good to fly, I will definitely get up and go fly. Um, but yeah, sunset sunset flights are gorgeous. So flying at night is very nice. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Krista, your turn. Um, there was a question. I'm not sure who it was wanting to know what's the highest you've ever flown. 
I have no idea, actually. <laughs> um, probably maybe 3,000 feet. Um, I don't know if I've gone higher than that. Um, yeah, I have not been tracking how high I've been flying. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, where's your favorite place to fly out of the six places that you've flown? What state? Probably home in New Jersey has been my favorite just because I, I know where everything is. So I'm like, I can fly over somewhere and be like, wow, this would have taken like 20 minutes to drive here. And it took me like seven minutes to fly here. Um, it's just really cool seeing my hometown uh, from the air, get a different perspective on it. Okay. Right. So I got a question. Um, what's your future look looking like for you um right now it's just instructing um for a while I was struggling to figure out like school and everything um I was thinking about going back to school actually this fall but still didn't feel like I knew exactly what I wanted to do um so I decided to come down here and start instructing instead because I just love paramotor so much I love flying so much and I wanted to kind of pursue this and see where it takes me nice mm -hmm. so how often are you flying um right now during a two-week class we don't get to fly a ton just because we're trying to get the students to fly as much as they can so I would say in the past two weeks I flew maybe uh four or five times but in the week off that we had before this class, I was flying morning and night every single day because the weather was just perfect. And why not fly every chance you can? Right. So with your um, trying to advance right now um, in your training, um, are you looking to maybe eventually uh, work at a school or start your own school or anything like that have you thought about um, that yeah I think right now I've just been enjoying where I am and what's working right now but I feel like eventually um branching out would be would be awesome I don't have a particular fondness of Florida I mean, it's great for flying because of the weather um, and the altitude, but I would like to eventually go somewhere else, um, live somewhere else, be flying other places. Um, but for right now, I'm, I'm content where I am and what I'm doing. Good. Mm -hmm. So there's some guy in here named Judson Graham. <laughs> asking, could you run us through the Josh Bear story real quick? I, I can do that. Um, so we have a friend named Josh McGee, who is from Trenton, New Jersey, which does not have a lot of wildlife. So he's not comfortable with like deer or bears or any kind of animals. Um, an aviator had some travel classes going on in uh, Jersey Shore this past summer. Um, and Josh McGee would come to the... Uh, to the classes every weekend just to fly with his friends um and we decided to give to do a little prank on him so we were at the uh 
down at the end of the runway, there were there are cornfields that like kind of surround the whole runway. And we spotted some bear poop. So we were like, oh, this will be funny if we pretended there was a bear um, and try to scare Josh. That was the whole plan. Uh, Chris Byler, one of the instructors, was just going to come out of the corn and be like, yo, guys, there's a bear chasing me. Um, so we were all down at the end of the, the runway one night, maybe like eight o'clock. So it was pitch black. Um, Chris Byler comes out of the corn saying, guys, there's a bear. Josh starts freaking out. We all had ridden one wheels out to the run to the end of the runway and also a um uh like a four-wheeler. And um Josh, Josh's preferred method of one wheeling is to put a lawn chair on top of his one wheel and ride it that way. So his escape method from the bear was to get on the lawn chair and ride it down this grass runway. He quickly hit a ditch and fell off the chair, <laughs> um, grabbed the chair, tried to throw it on the back of the of the little quad we had, and um, it was it was just chaos. Everyone was speeding away on the one wheels. Um, Dave Taylor and I were were on the uh, vehicle uh, driving very slowly. We're driving maybe ten to fourteen miles per hour, even though this thing could go like forty. Um, Josh threw his one wheel on. Whitney was like, "You can't leave the chair on the runway." So he runs back, grabs the chair, throws it on. We're going ten miles per hour. Everyone's speeding away. Eventually, Dave Taylor just shuts the whole vehicle off, and Josh is like, "What's happening?" what's happening? There's a bear after us. Um, he turns it back on. We keep going. I was like, bears can run 30 miles per hour. We're only going 14. Like what's, what are we going to do? He's freaking out. Eventually we told him that it was just a, just a prank. And he was, he was fine. It was very, very funny, but it's a popular story that we like to tell. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like your group has uh, quite a bit of jokesters and Yes. fun fun crew that you're with mm-hmm. that's awesome mm-hmm. um Jimmer is asking do you have a fear of corn when you're flying low <laughs> I do not have a fear of the corn I do not is there I a like story corn. to that yeah so we made a or some of the guys made a parody of um team fly halos water landing videos called uh fear of the kernel where they pretended to uh land in the cornfields out in jersey shore it's a very very funny video i think it's on judson's youtube channel Mm -hmm. okay so were you up there also in jersey shore yeah i was working in new jersey at the time so i would go out on the weekends to fly with everybody so we coming back from moonshiners and then outer banks, we got into Pennsylvania. And of course, after we found a campground, to crash at that night, I was like, Oh, Wendy Weaver lives up there. I wonder how far away she is. And we were only about an hour away. Otherwise we would have been up there to mm-hmm. hang out and we probably could have flew the next morning and then took off again. Yeah. Jersey shore is awesome. And Wendy is amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. she. I'm looking forward to meeting her mm-hmm. this summer because she's so nice. 
coming to visit us on her way out west. Nice. Fun. Yeah. Yep. So um, let's see. Got any, any other fun stories at all? Um, hmm. Let me think. What was it like uh, your first time going down there? I mean, not knowing anything about the sport. It was, um, it was crazy when they saw I was kind of surprised and put in an aviator class. Um, I was expecting to just kind of sit there and watch Judson as he instructed. Um, but on the morning that the class started, they were like, oh, we have an extra student. And then they handed me the paperwork and they were like, do you want to learn how to fly? And I was just kind of like, I was shot with nerves. I was so nervous and I had begun to think that I wanted to learn how to fly. I was very much didn't think I was capable of it at that point. Um, so it was definitely like a, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. I'll see if I can do this. Um, and then just slowly fell in love with it in the process. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, Paige just said, what's your advice for channeling courage and confidence? You just glow talking about your passion. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, I feel like whatever you're passionate about, if you feel like it's, if you have that passion for it, that's going to spark your, uh, your courage and your confidence. And the more you're doing it, the more confident you'll be. Um, on my first launch, I actually failed my first launch, um, because I was not confident whatsoever. And then when I reset back up, I was, I kind of, uh, mentally locked into what I call my badass mode where I was just like, I'm just going to do this. Like, I'm just going to get into the air. I kind of locked into my little, um, mode and got up in the air and it was just so powerful. Um, my jaw just instantly dropped when I got up I was like, how is this, is this real? Is this real life right now? This is so crazy. Um, and then the second I landed, I just dropped onto my knees and started crying because I was like, this is incredible and like otherworldly. And I just flew in the air by myself. That is insane. Um, so yeah, just finding your passion and, um, what you love to do and just going for it. That was my question is how was your first reaction getting into the air? I know I was kind of choked up and I was kind of screaming at my instructor saying, I can't believe I'm doing this. (laughs) Yep. And it was, it was just so surreal because it was, I had been watching Judson do it for about a year and he uh, talked me up on my first flight and to just be up there myself doing it was it just felt so like out of body kind of it was it was so surreal um I was definitely choking back tears like the whole time I was up there um I was super full of just like self-doubt um and just the fear of failure was was, what was keeping me from doing it for so long um so that the fact that I like pushed through that and did it myself was awesome 
Right. I still, to this day, can't believe I'm doing it. It's just (laughs) for all the fears that I've got, it's like, I pretty much conquered them. (laughs) Yep. So, all right. Hey, do you have any social media you would be willing to share with everybody um, so we can check out your pictures, your videos, or keep in contact with you? I do. I have the Instagram, which is just at Jillian Wintermute. Um, and then I also have a, a TikTok that I put little little flying videos on as well. It's just at Jillian Wintermute. I think those are my, my most used two social medias. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, Krista, do you have any social media to share? I'm Cupcake Krista on um, YouTube. However, I only have it to support all my friends. Uh, I, have, I don't have any content, so. But I'm there to support anybody who has it. I'll friend you and watch all your videos. Um, and you can find me here on Wednesdays with Jade. Yeah. All right. And... You can find me here at paramotorgirl.com and hoping that everybody can give us a thumbs up and um, can reach me also at on Facebook, just under Jade Lear. I also go with uh, Tomahawk Tees. Yes, Krista. Don't forget to in- mention your shirts. Yes. And no. I mentioned the end. And yes, I just made I'm some. Oh, yes. I just made some new shirts. Um, I posted on Facebook page. Um, You can go to tomahawktees.com and you can see some of the shirts that I've made. I made a paramotor girl and then pilot and I can add trike or leave the trike off or I can just do paramotor pilot um, and add trike or leave it off also. Those are my newest ones, and I've got another one coming out, and I showed that in the video a little bit about uh, friends flying together. Um, Also, Eric did put in the chat, um, the GoFundMe for the gentleman that passed away this past weekend, Um, and I did make a tribute video, and we decided to put this towards the end, and... um, before I play it, I would like to thank everybody for joining in. And Jillian, thank you for taking time away from your friends um, <laughs> and having a wonderful meal. Um, thank you so much. It was, it was great to uh, talk to you, to you guys. Um, I, yes, I hope, I was really hoping when we come down to Florida right after Christmas, uh, we would have been able to meet you. Yeah. Um, but I, I totally understand you- that that's family time. What? Krista that's true I was gonna say are you not gonna be back like you're only going out for the holidays or um yeah I'll only be home for the holidays but I probably won't be back before she's before she's down there right Um, so um hopefully maybe if we can stop in there um and meet some other people down at Aviator that'd be awesome if we get a chance to stop in there look forward to it um, I've only seen videos of the place, so would love to see this the place. Very nice to fly from here. Mm-hmm. All right. And Jillian has also accepted, I believe, uh, to hang out in the after show. Um, yeah. Eric's going to put that in and I'm just going to share the, the video and check out the GoFundMe guys. Yes. Who's next week's guest, Jade? Oh, sorry. 
Next <laughs> week, okay. we have Miss Angie Drum. Um, I believe she's from Oklahoma and she is a skydiver. So just give you a heads up on what we have got to come and maybe a little bit of Christmas spirit. Jingle bells. Yeah. <laughs> so get your Santa hats out and your elf elf ears or whatever you got. Uh, do you want us to stop video and mute? Yeah. Why don't you, you do that? The, uh... Yep. Okay. Why don't you do that? And guys, if you just hang on and we'll show you a little video to get some tissues. Does it look like in heaven? Is it peaceful? Is it free like they say? Does the sun shine bright forever? Have your fears and your pain gone Everything good 
All right. That's a hard one um, to end with. <laughs> so um, I'm going to end the stream right now. Have a good night, everybody. Yay! <laughs>